Hi everybody, we, this is I'm Here With Magazine. We're here with director Jill Carter from the new show on City TV, The Murders. It stars Jessica Lucas, Dylan Bruce, Terry Chen, and actually has Lachlan Monroe from Riverdale. So Jill, thank you so much for uh, taking the time today with us. Thanks for having me. No problem. Being a female director, we see that you've been working since the early 90s. You've been a script, uh, a script advisor for many amazing shows, and uh, now you're a director. That is inspiring, and we'd love to know how you actually started in the business. Uh, well, I've always been interested in uh, the arts. Um, I actually started... Uh, in fashion, I was interested in fashion before I sort of got into film, and um, I didn't know uh, what a script supervisor was because that's not a job most people have ever heard of or uh, know anything about until I started working in film as a production assistant and, um, you know, uh, met uh, someone who was doing that job and uh, basically became curious about it because it seemed like it was a job where you had the ability to kind of be a part of um, every department in a way and you were sort of a quietly integral part of the equation um, and it was a job that you were always busy on set because there are a lot of jobs where you do your thing and then there are times where in between where you're just waiting to get to do your thing again, um, whereas this year is uh, a job where you're always busy. So, you know, you work on set with the director and the actors and you make sure that they, the actors do and say what they're supposed to do and say. And you make sure that the director has all the shots they need and um, you uh, work closely with the camera department and the cinematographer as well and you basically you know, write down what kind of shot it was and what happens in those shots and all of your information that you uh, take goes to the um, to the editors and, and it helps them understand what happened while they were sh while we were shooting and you're kind of the eyes and ears for them as well and it helps them put it together. So you really learn a lot about filmmaking from that position. And I hadn't realized that I wanted to be a director until I... Um, made a short film with a friend who wasn't in the industry but was interested in writing and I was interested in moving into a more creative uh, position where I had more of a voice as to, you know, storytelling and, and being involved more, you know, more fully in the realizing of, of, um, of film and TV shows. And so uh, we decided to make a short together and I wasn't going to direct it, I was going to produce it. And um, then come to find a director, I didn't really know anybody at the time that was directing. Um, and so I thought, because I was already kind of doing a lot of the work to, to make the short anyway, I just thought, you know what, I know the story we want to tell and the sensibility of the short we want to make, so I'm just going to do it because it'll just be easier that way. And the minute I started thinking about it from that perspective, uh, I realized this is exactly what I want to do, and I'm a total idiot because I've never <laughs> figured it out until now, because I've been sitting beside directors all this time and, and hadn't realized, and it, it took me actually doing the job to realize this is exactly 
exactly what I want. Um, so then after that, I just did everything I could to sort of make that a reality. So I made a couple of other shorts and all of my shorts did festival runs. And my last short was nominated for Director's Guild of Canada Award. And um, and then just through that and then through the people that I've met in the industry as a script supervisor, you know, I started to talk about my desire to be a director and um, people started to see my shorts and think that maybe they could, uh, you know, offer the opportunity to do that. I had a producer who I was working with who had seen my short and thought, um, you know, maybe I can get an episode of the show that I'm that we were working on, and uh, sadly that didn't happen at the time, but he ended up coming back to Toronto with another um, show and offered me a block of, they did three at a time, um, so he offered me a block of that show, and then it was, I started developing my own projects, I optioned a book and, and started working on a film and um, started developing my own projects in amongst still doing uh, script supervising jobs, and then I got a job on Beauty and the Beast through uh, the producer-director on that show that I'd worked with a lot, and um, he knew of my interest in directing and desire to direct, and and the producers um, had, had learned of that uh, while I was working on the show, and uh, I had a good relationship with the actors, and um, in fact, uh, Kristen Krug helped me get my agent because yeah. she recommended the agent I now have um, because she knew that I was looking for a new agent, and um, and she recommended uh, the woman I'm with, Carmen, because she thought we would get along well together because it's actually the same agency. Um, so you worked so, your yeah, way so up. I, I, you worked your way up. From, you worked your I way up. I worked my way yeah, up. Yeah, you so did. I worked my way up, and I uh, got an, op- uh, an opportunity to direct on Beauty and the Beast, and then never looked back. Eventually. That's a wicked show. I know we're not talking about it, but uh, that's a really good show. <laughs> With it's, not, it's not a bad show. To I love just, it. You know. Yeah. with the big stars we actually did promote Kristen Keurig um for Burden of Truth not too long ago and um she's one of the biggest names in Canada industry you know so it's amazing to work with that and I think when people start you work with the stars it all falls into place if you're meant to be there and people believe in you but being a woman director is almost like a new thing that that is in the norm like this me too movement and everything that's happening it really is opening up that chance but you've been wanting to create that chance for yourself long before that so that's kind of interesting to see that really you're one of those women that pushed for being female and being in the industry at a very powerful level so that's wonderful to um to even talk to you about that so i do have another question yeah so Working with Jessica Lucas, who was on Gotham, we love that show as well, and also um, Lachlan, they both play characters that are the evil people in the in it. And now, when I watched um, the show, they're the good guys. So directing people that have been the bad guys to the good guys, was there anything that, you know, you had to do differently? Or how do you direct people um, 
in a sense slash with them how did that go yeah i mean it's it's not so much in in terms of my uh job uh you know from their past shows to what the show is now because every show that uh you take on whether it be as a director or an actor you're really just looking at that particular show and that particular character that you're playing you're not you're not having to um you know make those transitions with someone else or for yourself because every show is its own entity um you know uh jessica was amazing i mean she's like uh, I, I had never worked with her um but we all were Beautiful very woman. um excited and felt like she was the perfect person to play kate jameson on the murders and um she did a wonderful job, and she's very emotive as an actress. Obviously, uh, playing such an internal character who isn't, you know, outwardly expressive and kind of keeps her cards close to her chest, and um, you know, really is kind of assessing every situation. You uh, to, to have an actress that can say a lot um, with her face is is crucial, and she's. She's very expressive in that way, so mm-hmm. it, it was great. Um, and Lachlan, I love working with Lachlan. I mean, he was actually in my first episode of Beauty and the Beast. Oh. So he, I, I kind of say that he's my good luck charm because <laughs> he was in my first episode of Network Television, and now he's in my first uh, pilot that I directed. So um, it all know, comes it was, around, yeah. Uh, he, he, they both were brought onto the show before I uh, got involved, um, but it's. Uh, a beautiful, happy accident, or maybe it's, or maybe it's, you know, the way it's meant to be that we were working together on this project, and I thought he did a wonderful job. Um, I mean, they're good actors, so uh, it makes my job really easy. I mean, you know, you're there for them to to, to be a sounding board and talk to them about um, any questions that they have. Um, or, you know, make tweaks uh, or adjustments while you're shooting. But, I mean, when you work with people who are uh, as professional and talented as they are, um, like I said, it makes your job very easy. How many hours on set did you, and how many days did you guys film? So we filmed two episodes at at a time. Uh, It's supposed to be 13 days for a total of two episodes. Mm. Uh, mine were a bit different, so I did uh, half the season. So I directed the pilot in the second episode, and I directed the last two, the okay. seventh and eighth episodes. Okay. But because uh, the first episode, all, our show was shot on location, uh, so we didn't really have any standing sets other than the police station, which was also location, but we were able to um, kind of make it our own in a way that other locations weren't quite as, uh, available to do that. Um, so we uh, didn't really have any standing sets, and there was a lot of locations in the first two episodes. It was very heavy location-wise. So what we ended up doing is stealing a day from my last block and putting it to the first block. So the first two episodes we shot in 14 days, so seven days apiece. And then the last two, which were big episodes, we ended up shooting in 12 days, which... <laughs> In the beginning, it seemed like a good idea, and at the end, I was sort of, why, why did I do that to myself? Um, but there really wasn't any kind of other way to do it, and, you know, uh, it, it ended up working out. But uh, obviously, 
uh, in the thick of it, you're kind of thinking, oh, I wish I had that 13th day. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, it was, it, it, it all kind of worked out. But our, our hours were pretty regular. We didn't do a ton, ton of overtime. Uh, they were pretty normal for, for uh, film hours, so it was like a 11, 12-hour day, sometimes 13. But, you know, there are some shows where you get on where, there ends up being a lot of overtime where it's like, you know, 16, 17 hour days, but shooting hours anyway, they were sort of 11, roughly 11 hours. And this was all shot in Toronto, that's right? No, it's shot in Vancouver. It's set oh, in is, yeah, Vancouver oh, yeah. and, and shot in Vancouver, yeah. Oh my goodness, that's amazing! Oh wow, okay, that's, I wasn't sure about that, I'm so sorry about that. Um, yeah, as, as well, what um, words of inspiration do you have for other people to, and, and actual words that are going to set people in the direction of if they do want to be a director and, you know, female as well, that, um, what are some steps they could actually take to do that and achieve that one day? Well, I think it's really important to, uh, for lack of a better word, do your homework, like understand your business, read about what's happening in the industry, uh, find screenplays uh, to read, watch television, watch movies, you know, learn about the business that you're interested in, read interviews, listen to podcasts about the industry and about people working in the industry. And then I think you really have to, you know, I, like the fact that I worked in another capacity, um, is invaluable. I mean, you know, people come to directing or, um, you know, in, in different times in their life or, or in different ways, but I do think there's something to be said for, you know, learning about the industry itself, whether you become a production assistant, to just, you know, or a yeah. craft service person or an assistant wardrobe person or just kind of, you know, dip your toe in and sort of get a feel for what the industry is like and, and what people do, what different positions there are, and, you know, call up the union and, and see what you can do to start getting uh, maybe jobs in the industry. I mean, commercials is a good place to start because often it's not necessarily union-driven and they always need helping hands, and that's just a good way to sort of maybe see what different types of jobs are available and also, you know, as a director, it's good to understand what everyone's job is. Obviously, you don't have to know how to do that job, but to understand what is required or, or sort of the general um, things that are needed to do a specific job with, within the film structure is always helpful because you have a better understanding of how to help those people help you. Yeah. Um, so I think it's good to learn those kind of things. And then I think it's also important to invest in yourself. So if, you know, if you believe in yourself and you're willing to put the time and the energy and the effort into believing yourself, like I, when I made my short film, I, um, you know, I didn't wait for someone to do that for me. Yeah. I took the initiative to do it. Uh, you know, with another friend, and we made something together, and we didn't uh, wait till someone handed us money or wrote a script or, or you know, said, here, look, we want you to do this. We actively pursued that, and I think when you show initiative and you're curious, um, those things go a long way. I mean, people want to see that you're going to put yeah. some effort into what you 
say you care about doing. So if you're willing to put time and energy into investing in yourself and in the future of what you're interested in, I think that, and, and showing initiative, that means a lot. I mean, I know that when people yeah. talk to me about it or ask, or ask me for advice or come to me about uh, things like that, I, I think it's a huge, like, I'm impressed by people who are go-getters and and take the steps to, to try and figure out a way to do it themselves. It's not that don't need help or you can't ask for help obviously you should and you can but I think when you're willing to put your money with your where your mouth is and 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 say that this is what I want and taking steps to try and make that happen whether you're making a movie on your own on your iPhone and editing it on your computer or whether you have the ability to maybe get a group of friends together and, and ask them to help you or whatever it ends up being taking Initiative and steps is always a very attractive attribute to anyone looking to give you a helping hand. Okay, so that's definitely um, a different angle for my readers. I'm super excited for that. Um, I do have one more question right. as well. Sure. Um, the end of the first episode, I'm not going to uh, blow it for the readers who haven't seen it yet, but it is shocking absolutely shocking i couldn't believe that what happened at the end and yeah. what can um the viewers expect from this show who haven't seen it yet it's like a little rundown um, maybe well, of the show yeah i mean i think the show uh itself is is offering um challenging perspectives and um asks its viewers um to look at things from a from Opposing moral views, um, and it throughout the season offers, um, you know, the cases offer uh, interesting observations and interesting challenges that I don't think we get to see every day on television. Um, and I think you know you'll just see sort of a progression of of um, Kate uh, in her. Uh, rookie homicide um, duties and sort of her struggling with what happens in the first episode and, and trying to find her moral compass and moving forward and also just um, you know uh, how she handles herself out in the field and just sort of her progression as, as a homicide detective and, and how she um, you know has to try and fit in uh, with the uh, team that she's working with well, that's amazing. It's, it's, yeah. it's exciting. 